Now, on the Climate Monitor podcast, better land use could slash U.S. emissions. This report is by Tim Radford of the Climate News Network from London on December 7, 2018. The report talks about new research that confirms again that nature knows best. The U.S. could cut a fifth of its greenhouse gas emissions through better land use. U.S. scientists have found a new way to cut or offset 22% of the greenhouse gas emissions from the American factory chimneys, car exhausts, and power stations. It's called better land use. The answer is to leave it to nature. What they identify as 21 natural climate solutions, better use of croplands, the restoration of forests and tidal wetlands, slowing the felling of timber and the containment of urban sprawl could help limit global warming, slow climate change, and reduce sea level rise for the nation that has over the last century emitted more greenhouse gas than any other country. The most effective single action in a study launched by the U.S. Nature Conservancy and 21 other institutions and published in the journal Science Advances would be to step up reforestation. This alone could absorb the emissions of 65 million passenger cars. According to Joseph Fargioni, Director of Science for the Nature Conservancy, who led the study, quote, One of America's greatest assets is its land. Through changes in management, along with protecting and restoring natural lands, we demonstrated we could reduce carbon pollution and filter water, enhance fish and wildlife habitat, and have better soil health to grow our food, all at the same time. He also said, quote, Nature offers us a simple, cost-effective way to help fight global warming. In combination with transitioning to zero-carbon energy production, natural climate solutions can help protect our climate for future generations, unquote. Paradoxically, some of the solutions rely not on new thinking, but on old thinking. If areas of the U.S. that were forested before the European settlers arrived were returned to woodland, the land could absorb 381 million tons of carbon dioxide equivalent. If commercial foresters extended the cycles of logging and improved forest management practices, they could effectively save 267 million tons a year of CO2. Around 4,000 square kilometers of grassland is converted to cropland in a year. The act of plowing releases 28% of the soil carbon to the atmosphere. The scientists believe that at least 52,000 square kilometers of marginal or unprofitable cropland could be restored to natural grassland or prairie. Right now, 27% of U.S. tidal wetlands are cut off from the ocean and being flooded by river water. Accordingly, these release huge quantities of the potent greenhouse gas methane. All it would take to stop this would be to restore the twice-daily marine inundation. Reconnection with the ocean, sometimes just by a culvert under a road, would save 12 million tons of CO2 equivalent a year. The researchers identified just 10 of their 21 possible solutions that together could reduce emissions by more than a billion tons, that's a billion, 
of carbon dioxide equivalent a year. That more efficient use of land is a net benefit is not news. Researchers have repeatedly argued that world food security is consistent with forest restoration and that forests left untouched are of greater overall economic value than cleared land and that considered changes to farming practices could both deliver more food and leave farmers better off. But, ironically, efforts to promote natural climate solutions in the U.S. get only 0.8% of public and private climate finance, even though these could provide 37% of the climate mitigation needed by 2030. The scientists argue that if the U.S. is to commit to the Paris Accord of December 2015 to contain global average warming to 2 degrees Celsius or less, above the levels for most of human history, then natural climate solutions make a promising start. Lynn Scarlett, a former acting secretary of the United States Department of the Interior and now at the Nature Conservancy, said, quote, This study provides good news that making investments in nature will make a big difference while offering the potential for new revenues to farmers, ranchers, foresters, and coastal communities at the same time, end quote. Thanks for joining this installment of the Climate Monitor podcast. I'm Mitch Chester. Climate Monitor, Earth's Climate Channel, stream broadcasts as a public service, video and films about climate change and sea level rise issues, research, news, and solutions on Roku TV, Amazon Fire TV with Alexa, and at climatemonitor.tv. The Climate News Network is a free and objective service publishing a daily news story on climate and energy issues. For insightful climate reporting, please visit climatenewsnetwork.net. And please check this space for additional Climate Monitor podcasts and support our efforts by going to anchor.fm forward slash climate dash monitor where you can make a small donation. Now on the Climate Monitor podcast, more governments opt to phase out oil production. Here's the report from London on October 29, 2018 by Alex Kirby of the Climate News Network. Cutting fossil fuel supply can help to limit demand, and more governments are deciding to phase out oil production, according to a new study. A growing number of governments are choosing to phase out oil production, reasoning that cutting the availability of fossil fuels can help to cut the demand for them. The world needs to reduce greenhouse gas emissions as fast as possible, and one of the main causes of the emissions is the burning of fossil fuels such as oil, gas, and coal. So the simplest and obvious answer these governments are deciding is to stop the drilling and the mining which extract fossil fuels. That's the argument examined in a report by researchers from the Stockholm Environment Institute called SEI. There's already a growing movement to leave fossil fuels in the ground, but their study concentrates specifically on governments. They say phasing out oil production could be the next big step in climate policy, thanks to an initial group of first movers who've already taken the plunge. 
One such government is Spain, which announced this month that it plans to completely decarbonize its electricity system by mid-century, a move which includes a total ban on all oil and gas exploration. The SEI team outlines its findings in the journal Nature Climate Change. The authors were scheduled to present their results in greater detail in the Polish city of Katowice on December 5th at this year's UN Global Climate Summit, known as COP24. They focus on California as the possible next addition to this growing list of governments choosing to forego oil extraction. The study finds numerous benefits to restricting production, including not only reducing global emissions, but also helping to revoke the, quote, social license, end quote, of fossil fuel producers, the public acceptance of their activities. Georgia Pigott, an SEI sociologist and co-author of the study, said, quote, countries like France, New Zealand, Costa Rica, Belize, and just last week, Spain, are sending a clear signal by phasing out oil production. The fossil fuel era needs to end soon, and governments need to have clear plans in place to ensure an orderly and fair transition, end quote. With California a case study, the SEI report points to a resolution by California's Air Resources Board to, quote, evaluate and explore, end quote, reducing the production of petroleum.